Live from the heartland and the crossroads of America, it's Tony Katz today. The person of interest is right now getting questioned, could be charged by now. This all goes to Waukesha, their Christmas parade, which took place over the weekend. This red SUV, there's video of it driving right past one of the marching bands, hits the crowd. Five people dead, that number could go up. 40 people injured, that number could go up. And the story of the man in custody. And when I say there's a man in custody, there's a man being questioned. I have got the source every which way but loose. And I always like to check, double check, and recheck before I have anything. I I take my time here. The man in question is a guy by the name of Daryl Brooks. Me, I'm Tony Katz. Tony Katz today. So good to be with you. On Facebook, Tony Katz Radio. Find it everywhere at TonyKatz.com. Who is this guy? Well, there's a story. Now, I, I should be clear. All the charges could be coming if they're going to come. One would assume they're going to come if this is indeed the right guy. This is a guy who had been released on bond stemming from a November 5th case in Milwaukee County where he got charged with resisting or obstructing an officer, reckless endangering safety, disorderly conduct, bail jumping, and battery. This according to the online records. His $1,000 cash bond was dated last Friday. It's not clear when he was released. And there were reports that this guy was fleeing after a knife fight. So there he is. He jumps into his his SUV. He drives off, comes upon the parade, murders five, injures 40. Long, 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 did I mention long, long criminal record on this guy. There's also a video that I saw where he's trying to explain that just because he was having sex with a 16-year-old girl, uh, she set him up. Even though others say, whoa, 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 did he just admit to sex trafficking across state lines? He's got a video where he's trying to explain himself. Man, people make videos for everything. They're out of their heads. They're absolutely out of their minds. It's crazy. He's a he's a rapper, I guess, or he does, or he was in a. He did one. He posted about the Kyle Rittenhouse verdict on Facebook, and that's where people went from the beginning. I should be clear. A lot of people, when this happened, they immediately said, "Oh, this is because of the Kyle Rittenhouse decision." And of course, Kyle Rittenhouse, the shootings that took place in Kenosha, and found not guilty in all charges. Ah, oh, this is because of that. And what I said was, I have absolutely no idea. I'm going to wait. Waiting is everything, guys. It's it's frustrating sometimes. I get that. But without it, you get total jackasses saying total jackass things in just their way of jackassery. There is simply no reason to start making comments until you have data. 
Right now, if indeed this guy is fleeing a knife fight, as has been reported by people I know, like, and trust, well, then that's the motive, and it's not anything else. If, through the questioning of police, we get charges and, and an arrest, etc., well, we might have more information. He has open felony cases in Wisconsin's court system. And when I talk about that $1,000 cash bail he posted, that was like a just, just a week prior, or a few days prior, really a few days prior to when this happened. Uh, lots of pictures of him uh, with marijuana. Calls himself a stoner. He's posted anti-police rhetoric on social media. Well, posting anti-police rhetoric on social media, I mean, I can get you a job at MSNBC. You know, he's got pictures of uh, Derek Chauvin on on his Facebook page. Derek Chauvin, the police officer with the knee on the neck of George Floyd. The former police officer, we should be clear, with his knee on the neck of George Floyd. But again, none of that connects you know, none of that connects what happened. The fact that this guy uh, would say something negative about a cop doesn't necessarily mean that's why he did this, if it's indeed the knife fight. We're going to find out. But this is just some of what we already know about this guy. 12 children were in the 40 that were that were injured. I mean there are photos of the car driving through the marching band. There were it was a parade so there were a couple of marching bands. It is an awful awful story. An absolutely positively terrible sick twisted story. And as for what was the cause of it, we're going to find out. Now let's get to the other side of it. Why would people immediately jump? Well, why people would immediately jump is is twofold. First, you have uh, the people out there very angry about the Kyle Rittenhouse decision. And then you have the people who want people to be very angry about the Kyle Rittenhouse decision. So the people very angry about the Kyle Rittenhouse decision, well, I think these people are ridiculous people. I would tell them so to their face. I'm not saying they can't be angry, but when asked why they're angry, well, because justice wasn't done. What do you mean justice wasn't done? There was a jury. They heard the case. They deliberated for for almost four days. They came to a decision. What wasn't done? Oh, you don't like the decision. Okay. Well, that's different. You not liking a decision is a very different thing than whether or not justice was done. And it's very hard to discuss justice being done when so many people don't know a good holy damn about what happened in this Rittenhouse case. Jalen Rose on ESPN, he's talking about this case. Did you hear this? Shot killed by police 
now can we stop for a moment? He's talking about how Jacob Blake was shot and killed by police officers. If you know, that's what was happening in Kenosha. Jacob Blake gets shot. He has a knife in his hand. He's not listening to officers. He's got a restraining order, a warrant against him being there. And there were kids in the car when he got in the car. He got shot. He didn't die. It was after that shooting that the riots took place in Kenosha, and that's where Kyle Rittenhouse was. But he didn't die. That's Jalen Rose lying on ESPN. Why would you lie? I'm willing to bet it's because he doesn't know anything about the case and just figured, hey, it doesn't matter. I just have to go about this kind of uh, messaging if I want to be thought of as a good guy by the people who support me. He doesn't care that he doesn't know anything about the case. That's my take. Or at least he hasn't proven that he cares. Because you know how many people have gone down this road? Jacob Blake uh, dead. Jacob Blake did not die. You know how many people actually think that Kyle Rittenhouse shot black people downtown uh, in, in Kenosha? He didn't. Of course he didn't. Anybody who has followed the case knows this. But these guys didn't follow the case. Instead, they add to the whole conversation about how hey, everything's everything's wrong and these people are all bigots and it's white supremacy. That was uh that was what's his name? Colin Kaepernick. One of the biggest bigots out there. You want to talk about a low class commie? Colin Kaepernick. I don't care, guys. You think I care what Colin Kaepernick says about me? I let let him come, let him boycott, let him let him go after sponsors. What does it matter? The facts are the facts. He's a low class commie. And I love it when he when he dresses all in black and the and the black leather jacket. You think the Black Panthers would let him in? They know he's weak. He never could have made it in the Black Panthers. He would have been part of the zoo-tamed Tiger Cubs. <laughs> he, never, he never would have made the big leagues. But Kaepernick uh, tweets out, this only further validates that we need to abolish our current system. We just witnessed a system built on white supremacy validate the terrorist acts of a white supremacist. This only further validates the need to abolish our current system. White supremacy cannot be uh, reformed. Neither can you. But none of the case had to do anything at all with white supremacy. Not a single bit, not an ounce. Their argument is, and when I say there, the radical leftist commie garbage argument <laughs> is that any time a decision doesn't work out the way they want, it's white supremacy, and that's the proof of it. The proof is it didn't work out their way. These people have to be dismissed problem is other people believe them and buy in and get angry and that's why you had people wondering whether or not this had anything to do with Kyle Rittenhouse this this event in Waukesha where a, a guy drives through a, a parade murders five injures 40 because people are so angry I mean they're, they're rioting in Brooklyn they're rioting in in uh, in Portland all because of a case where the vast majority of people don't know the damn facts. 
They're proud of the fact they don't know the facts. They don't care. The facts are meaningless. What matters is they screamed white supremacy and they're going to fight for change. Change for what? You want to live in Colin Kaepernick's future? That future's going to suck for you. Because the only guy who matters a good holy damn in Colin Kaepernick's future is Colin Kaepernick. The NFL is a system run like slavery, and he's desperate to get back in it. Don't you think that's a weird dude? Maybe that's a guy with a fetish you shouldn't follow. He is what he is what he is. And he is a guy instigating people, trying to push people into violence. Now, again, people are responsible for their own actions. But let us not note what some people are like. And how some people are acting. I already shared with you how the entire crew of MSNBC is. Holy cow. These people are ignorant and they're proud of it. Governor J.B. Pritzker, the governor of Illinois. Tweeting out, carrying a loaded gun into a community 20 miles from your home and shooting unarmed citizens is fundamentally wrong. And he's got a statement about this. And how uh, 26-year-old Anthony Huber, who was killed by Rittenhouse, and 36-year-old Joseph Rosenbaum, a father, had their whole lives ahead of him. They deserve to be alive today. They deserve justice. We should be clear that Rosenbaum was a guy who was uh, uh, abusing children. You think he knew that? You think written, I mean, you think Pritzker, the governor of Illinois, knew that? Oh, hell no. That he still believes that Kyle Rittenhouse carried a gun from Illinois to Wisconsin, and that didn't happen. No gun was transported across state lines. It's a lie to say otherwise because it never, ever happened. And people lie like it's their job. Why? Facts don't matter to these people. Agenda, narrative, and getting the result they desire matters. And if they don't get the result, it's because you're a racist and gives them carte blanche to destroy and burn things down. And that's why people thought what happened in Waukesha was a reaction. That's why you got to get information before you speak. Because it seems to be a guy who was already a low-rent dude running from a knife fight. We'll have more on the story as it becomes available. I'm Tony Katz. Beto O'Rourke is really running for governor in Texas. And Beto O'Rourke wants you to know that when he said during this presidential run, he's coming for your your AR-15 and your AK-47, he still means it. He absolutely positively wants all your weapons. And he's going to do quite literally anything he can to get them. Oh, yes, we're going to take your AR-15, your AK-47. We're not going to allow it to be used against our fellow Americans anymore. Is that what you would still do as governor of Texas? Look, we, we are a state that has a long, proud tradition of responsible gun ownership. And most of us here in Texas do, want, do not want to see our friends, our family members, 
our neighbors shot up with these weapons of war. So yes, I still hold this view, but I also have been listening to my text, my fellow Texans who are concerned about this idea of permitless carry that Greg Abbott has signed into law, which allows any Texan to carry a loaded firearm despite the pleadings of police chiefs and law enforcement from across the state who said it would make their jobs more dangerous and make it. Let me let me be clear about something, Beto. I, I'm sorry to interrupt you. First, your name's Robert. Secondly, uh, but if you want to call yourself Beto, I mean, it's fine. I just want to make sure we're clear uh, that a, a police chief finds it problematic is meaningless. The Second Amendment exists. A police chief finding it problematic doesn't matter at all. You might as well tell me Dr. Fauci thinks everyone should stay locked in their house until COVID is gone. Do I care what a doctor thinks about my right to go live my life? I don't. What I've learned is you do not put doctors in charge of policy because doctors can't do it. Doctors can do really good things. I'm not saying they aren't important. Uh, they, They cannot run public policy. They don't know how. Because their answers are radical and go against the Constitution. And when you have a guy like Dr. Fauci who actually gets upset that people think they should have rights. I mean, that's just, it's stunning stuff. How dare people cling to their rights? How dare them think that this idea of personal freedom and responsibility is important? Oh, you. You are such a... Oh, you just make... Honestly, I just, there's there's no word I can use on radio to describe how I feel about the guy. Absolutely none. None. Second Amendment exists, and I'm not worried about whether cops like it or not. What would, what would that matter? What would it matter if a police officer thought it was thought it was good or thought it was a problem or thought it was anything? My job as a citizen is not to do things that cops like. My job as a citizen is to live my life. There's the there's the rub, baby. That's what matters. I think that confuses people. I'm not anti-cop. I just I'm not about to give up any of my rights to make their job easier. Absolutely not for a second, not for a moment. I am not about to give up a moment, a second of my rights to make life easier for police officers. And I would say that to police officers. Over a cigar, over a beer, uh, on the street, not angry. Just know who I am as a citizen. Just fully aware. I'm Tony Katz. This is Tony Katz Today. The FBI has been tracking parents who are concerned about their children's education by using counterterrorism measures. This very clear abuse of the Patriot Act is just one of the reasons why I've long advocated for getting rid of the Patriot Act. It's why I fought in Congress to get rid of the Patriot Act. Merrick Garland and anyone else involved in this abuse of power needs to resign or be fired. 
because politicizing the Justice Department will destroy our democracy. That's Tulsi Gabbard. And she's right. And look, I I will say clearly, I never lie to you. I don't lie to anybody. I refuse. I refuse to lie. My life was a miserable mess when I was a liar. Tony Katz. Tony Katz today. So good to be with you. I, I lied to myself. I lied to others. It's not that I I did it all the time. I, I, I did it unconsciously. I just kept myself from dealing with, with reality. That was that was part of the depression. That was part of the days of being suicidal. I mean, that's just that was part of it. When I started being honest with myself about everything, everything got better. Absolutely everything got better, and I haven't looked back since. It's one of the reasons I was having, I was having actually, actually having this conversation with my, my wife earlier today. You know, because uh, she was reading uh, Imprimus, which is, comes from Hillsdale College, and it was about uh, transgender youth, and specifically girls who think they're boys, and gender dysphoria, and, and it was written by Abigail Schreier, and uh, her book about the transgender craze seducing our girls. Uh, people mention that, and they lose their jobs. Just mention, hey, that's interesting. The entire world of, of the transgender rights folk is to not allow any conversation to take place whatsoever. You're not allowed to have a conversation. You're only allowed to accept. It's why I'm on the side of these girls and these women uh, who, who play uh, middle school, high school, and college sports. They should be allowed to play, and they don't have to compete against boys who say they're girls. Uh, men are not women, and women are not men, and there are differences, and that's all there is to it. And it's never going to change. It doesn't matter what they say. It doesn't matter how they, how they threaten me. I side with these girls who want to compete against other girls and other women because they're the ones being called bigots because they don't want to compete against the boy who says they're a girl at that moment. And, and I, I side with them. And it, 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 the, the part of the conversation it got to is it, one of the reasons I will not play in, in, the, in the pronoun game. Right? I, I won't be any part of the, you should say this pronoun or that pronoun. If you tell me your name is Steve, I'll call you Steve. And if you tell me your name is Melissa, I'll call you Melissa. There is nobody I have ever run into where they said, my name is X. And I was like, no, it's not. I accept it. You tell me your name, I believe you. If that's how you introduce yourself to me, that's how you If you introduce yourself to me as Putz Mulroney, I'll call you Putz Mulroney. What do I, it's your name, you decide. But if you ask me to call you he when you're a she or she when you're a he, I will not play. And the reason I will not do so is because I will not lie to myself. And you, that person I should say, is asking me to lie to myself. Well, I went through that in my life. I went through years, a decade plus of depression, not two decades, what the hell, two decades of depression, two decades of not being okay, two decades of wasting my life, I went through being suicidal, it sucked, it sucked, so I, I, so you know, I'm happy to be out of it, 1-800-273-8255, that's the suicide prevention hotline in case you ever need it, 1-800-273-8255, I never made that call, I went a different route, make the call, do not, do not be afraid to, do not be afraid to at all and in any way, don't be ashamed, don't be embarrassed, 
you're worth it, do it. But I will not lie to make somebody else feel better. I don't actually care if they feel better. That's the truth. I don't want people abused, and I don't want people physically hurt. I don't want any of that. But if you're asking me to lie to you by using a pronoun, I won't do it. And if you tell me that's somehow bigotry, what I will tell you is you want me back in that depression state, and I ain't going. And I'd rather fight you. I'd rather fight you on a city street than go back. Then put myself back in that place. I'm not doing it. I won't be any part of it. This, this comes up uh, as part of a conversation about not lying to yourself. And the importance of not lying to yourself. And that brings us to this story about uh, Chicago. And how the mayor needs to get rid of the police chief if the crime pandemic isn't addressed. That came from an alderman there in Chicago. I said, all right, I, I guess you can put it on the on, on, on the chief of police. I, I, I guess I don't mind if you do that. But the mayor, Lori Lightfoot, who is a fool, she has come out to say, you're all being silly here. What we have to do is figure out the root causes of community violence. And here's the quote. If the solutions were easy, we would have solved the challenge long ago, but they are not. The root causes of community violence are deep, complex, and generations in the making. Now, let's make an argument. Let's create an argument from this. Let's say that, that, that Mayor Lori Lightfoot is right. That the, 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 the root causes of, of community violence are deep, complex, and generations in the making. Long-term poverty, drug use, mental health, um, the, the idea that uh, to steal is a victimless crime, the people you're stealing from are, are uh, uh, oppressors. You know, um, that there, there's this, there's this lot of things happening in, in, in the cultural sphere that can make people, make people think it's okay. How about the idea that we have district attorneys who will not prosecute these kinds of crimes? If it's under $1,000, we don't prosecute. So they come in and they, and they steal $900 worth of stuff. They've got nobody working uh, security. They just come in and take the stuff. No one's going to stop them. So uh, we've got a, a lot of root causes. In San Francisco, 25 cars blocked the street and rushed into the Walnut Creek Nordstrom. 80 people running into the Nordstrom with crowbars and other weapons, wearing ski masks, and stole everything in sight. That's that's a little bit more than a, than than a couple of guys walking into the CVS. Although uh, let's be clear, the CVS is getting abused, and that's why they've closed so many of them in the San Francisco area. The idea that I have to look at the root causes, many of which are perpetuated by people like Mayor Lori Lightfoot, when you tell me you won't answer the questions from white reporters, you're part of the problem. Your bigotry and your hate, Lori Lightfoot, and we should be clear, Mayor Lori Lightfoot is a bigot, and you can quote me, and it's fine. 
The mayor of Chicago is a low-rent, low-class bigot who can't run a city. And the people of Chicago know this. They know they're hosed. But she wants to look at the root causes. Okay. I want shop owners in Chicago and in San Francisco to buy guns and buy ammo. And I want them to defend their property like they are a Korean store owner in Los Angeles during the Rodney King riots. No, 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 seriously. Take me on on this. Let's see what happens. You want me to lie to myself? I won't do it. You want me to lie to you? I won't do it. We need to understand the deep-seated issues that are at the, at the root of all of this crime. While all these businesses get destroyed and people are afraid to open shops and they're closing early and moving out, how long is it going to take you to figure out the root causes, Lori? How much time are you going to spend on this, Lori? While you're trying to figure it out, and you're trying to find a way to blame white supremacy, because, I mean, that's what she's going to do. Oh, I'm sorry, did you think everybody stealing was black? No, 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 no. I will tell you that in a lot of cases in Chicago and in San Francisco, people who are stealing are black. But that would lead you down a road of mistake. It leads you down the road to think that black people are somehow guilty of crimes because of their existence, and that's not it at all. As a matter of fact, that's so far from reality that even when I, and I, and I do hear people say this, I correct people publicly, whether I know them or not. You're making an argument that it's about skin color. It absolutely is not. It is clearly about liberalism. It is about an ideology. Why do you think you see so many of those Antifa folk who are white? It's about an ideology. But there's no doubt that the ideology has some focus. And it focuses on the idea that white supremacy this and white people evil that. And you've been oppressed and you're the oppressor and you're the oppressed. Just like we see in critical race theory in the schools. And you deserve this because they took it from you and you have no opportunities because of that guy. They prey on the racial. But the reason for the praying is ideological. And it's the destruction of a society. Because a society that's stealing from stores every day can't survive. It just can't. There's no way for that society to grow and move and thrive. So we, when you see these things from, from, from uh, the, the, the unbelievable bigots like Joy Reid and Tiffany Cross and Ellie Mistel over there at, at MSNBC... This, this bigoted outfit that they are. They don't have to be. They choose to be. That's ideological. It's not racial. What did we say about Black Lives Matter from the beginning? From the beginning, we said first things first. It's a, it's a Marxist organization that I won't have any respect for and I will not support. And secondly, this isn't about race. This is about ideology. We said it from the beginning. We've got the tape. That's how it went down. We called it. It's not because we're smarter. It's because we were more willing to take a look. We were more open in the conversations. It's because we don't lie to each other. We will not buy in. I'm supposed to buy into the idea that I have to wait for Lori Lightfoot to figure out root causes until the people of Chicago are safe? No. Buy guns and buy ammo. And tell the city you're buying guns and buying ammo. Buy the thousands. And you're going to protect your businesses. You're going to protect your homes. 
See what happens when you don't have the ability to protect and defend yourself, Illinois? You're at the whims of Lori Lightfoot, and Lori Lightfoot is a fool. What the hell are you doing? Why would you let her be in charge of anything? I'm saying you made a mistake when you voted for her, but you may have had only very few options in the voting for her and you tried your very best, and okay. But when you take away your own rights, like the right to protect and defend yourself, you're left to them protecting and defending you. I argue that there are definitely cops who want to protect and defend you in Chicago. I say that, I, 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 I believe that. Lori Lightfoot isn't interested. Now, of course you have to take it into your own hands. You're supposed to. Your businesses are being destroyed. Well, Tony, it's not my business. It's a Louis Vuitton store in Chicago, and they ran in, they stole a lot of purses. So what? A miracle mile. I'm not not miracle. Magnificent mile that's empty isn't very magnificent. And as people feel unsafe and leave for safer places, and the jobs disappear, and the money disappears, what happens to your life? Has no one ever asked how these things uh, work and how coexistence is actually a better uh, kind of, of methodology? If you trust your, your, your prosecutor there, your district attorney there in, in San Francisco, a guy who's uh, not only a communist, but is, his parents, are the, the, aren't they like murderers? His name is Chese, C-H-E-S-A, I can never pronounce his name. They were part of Weather Underground, something like that. It's escaping me right now. But you can imagine the level of of radical. Doesn't believe in the prosecution. Just like the DA in LA doesn't believe in the prosecution. These people aren't on your side. These people are the enemy. Lori Lightfoot's going to wait to figure out root causes. She'll be waiting waiting for Godot at least. Now, the people have to take this upon themselves and change the way things are done. Otherwise, they won't have a city. And then some of them will want to come, you know, to where you live. It's like, all right, but we've got rules. And if you violate our rules, well, we know how to handle that. And if you tell me, Tony, it's very violent, I'll tell you, no, it's happening in Chicago and San Francisco is very violent. I'm just trying to put an end to it. I'm Tony Katz. So I assume by this time tomorrow we're going to have a lot more information. A lot more on this guy who drove through the parade in Waukesha. Tony Katz. Tony Katz today. So good to be with you. It's just an absolutely horrid, horrid uh, story. Uh, We'll have more about the questioning, more about what comes. All of it. Meanwhile, Rashida Tlaib, anti-Semite out of Michigan... Warning that the corporate Democrats, Joe Manchin and Kirsten Sinema, may cut the reconciliation bill in the Senate. Well, I should only hope so. I should only hope so. She's fearful about what could happen. Calling them corporate Dems. Influenced and guided by folks who don't have the best interests of the American people in mind. 
I like seeing the squad get uh, pushed around for the uh, radicals that they are. I, I, I absolutely, absolutely like seeing it because they need to know that they're not special. They need to know that in the end, uh, they're just like everybody else and they don't get special protections. People still have not figured out how to take on the squad. And how to, not, they don't know how to take on Ocasio-Cortez. Well, you don't do it with ridiculous videos. You do it by laughing at her. You do it by making her prove her case and then exposing her ignorance. You do it by letting her talk. With Rashida Tlaib, it's very easy. You just remind everybody that she hates Jews. She's a hateful person. Again and again and over and over and over until she stops. I and you don't even have to make it up. Don't ever make it up. Use the truth. Facebook Tony Katz Radio, everything at TonyCats.com. I'm Tony Katz tomorrow, everyone. Take care.